Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that my group coaching program, Release and Rebuild, is now open for enrollment. This is the program that you're going to want to look into if you are looking to overcome any sort of self-sabotaging behavior, if you've been frustrated at all with not being able to accomplish things that you've been working towards feeling like you're starting over every single Monday, feeling like no matter how much discipline and willpower you try to put in, it always fails and you can't see the results. The container is 12 weeks long and it takes you through the step-by-step process that you need to learn and understand in order to overcome your self-sabotaging behaviors, any coping mechanisms that have been holding you back, and any just general resistance you've been feeling in your life. And so we take you through in a couple of different ways. There's a course format that gives you kind of that background information, that learning. It actually gives you the tools and tips, the tangible things you need to do. Then we have worksheets and workbooks and different immersive assignments that'll happen each week between the different modules. And then we have group coaching calls where you are actually privately coached in every single group coaching call. So it's not just group coaching, it's private coaching in a group environment because that actually expedites your ability to learn and understand a lot of the concepts we're going to go through together. So it's not meant to just give you the tools and tips so that you can get through whatever is holding you back right now. It's really meant to be there as a resource for you overcoming any form of self-sabotage or any form of resistance now and in the future, because realistically this type of stuff is going to come up again and we can't act naive to that. So all of that information is going to be in the show notes. I'll add a link to it. You can look into it a little bit more, see if it feels good to you. If it does, I recommend that you book a call, which I will also add a link in the show notes. I talk to every single person before they join the group. So if you have interest in actually joining, what I would recommend is you book that call so we could chat a little bit more before you make that decision. I can ensure you'd be a good fit and we can move forward from there. That is all I have for you right now. But if you have any interest, I hope to talk to you soon. And otherwise, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Mindset Magic. I am your host, Andy Colleen, an entrepreneur, life, and mindset coach. And in today's episode, I'm going to give a little bit more background on the topic of money because money is one of those things that is so taboo, so shameful, so secretive in our society that it actually causes a lot of problems for us, not just in our financial status, but in every single area of our life. And it's so funny because over the years of doing this work, what I have noticed is that every single client almost always comes back to some level of money mindset or mindset on sex because money and sex are the two most shameful taboo topics we have created in the world today. And so being able to really dive into them and kind of learn about them and understand that there's really not anything to be shameful or secretive about is going to help us feel a lot better when it comes to every area of our life. And so I'm going to just dive into a little bit more about how that looks, what that means, and what are some of the key indicators that you might have some money mindset work to do in order to feel better about yourself, in order to feel better about your financial status, and to then see more money come through. So 
My story with money mindset is very interesting because it actually starts out when I was kind of on that cusp of leaving my corporate job and heading into this. And when I think back into my corporate money mindset mentality, I did not think I had a problem, even though I clearly did because my money mindset in corporate, I was like, well, I'm making good money. You know what I mean? My corporate job gave us plenty of benefits and they paid us plenty well for what we were doing and where we were, we were in Washington, DC. So cost of living was pretty high. And so they, they really did compensate us well for that at the time. That was how I saw it. And because of that, I thought, well, if I always have money coming in and I never really need to check my bank account or do anything too crazy at the end of the month, and it all just kind of works out and the savings kind of slowly add up and all of those things happen, then why would I have a money mindset problem? Right? If everything's working out, aren't I fine? And so I went about my day-to-day life just kind of thinking money mindset wasn't a problem of mine. And I got lucky in this world because everyone seems to have a money mindset problem except for me. That was such a joke, obviously. A couple years later, I was starting to explore what coaching looked like. And that was more like coaching for myself. And I remember seeing how expensive coaching programs were. And if you ever look into coaching programs, nothing starts at lower than a thousand dollars or rarely do things start lower than a thousand. So every coaching and like investment I've made has actually been over two grand, um, ranging from for, and this is for one person from two grand to 17 grand for usually less than three months. And so most, and there, those are just the prices that I've paid. There are definitely prices that are higher than that. And I bet there are coaches out there that are charging lower than that. And I say that because I used to be one of those coaches. At one point, I literally charged $50 for someone to work with me for four weeks because I didn't know what I was worth. And I didn't understand that area of things, which is why money mindset is so important. And so when it comes to, when it came to that portion of my life, I just remember looking into coaching programs for myself and being kind of scared by how expensive they were. I remember seeing the prices and being like, Oh my God, can I actually do that? Can I actually spend a thousand dollars or $2,000 on myself and be okay? And I could, at the end of the day, I had the money, like I had it in my savings. I was still collecting paychecks every single month. Like I could definitely do it. The problem wasn't actually if I had the money, which was the argument that I was making. I kept telling people, yeah, if it fits into the budget, like I'll do it. And then not doing it because realistically I was scared. I didn't believe I was worth that money. I doubted if I'd actually see the results. I didn't trust myself enough to show up there. And it was funny because I actually did trust the person on the other side enough. I just didn't trust myself enough. And at the end of the day, I didn't realize that maybe in the moment, but looking back, that was what was going on. And those programs were actually there to help me develop that level of self-trust, that level of self-belief and get me to that other side, right? They were only doing good for me. And so that was kind of the first indicator that something was going on money mindset wise. When I looked at those price tags and set, like basically on a subconscious level said, I'm not worth that. That's too much. Does it fit in the budget? Even though I knew it did. So when you notice really expensive payments that need to be made, for yourself, that would be kind of my first indicator of 
Maybe there's something you want to look into if those feel incredibly uncomfortable. Now there's always going to be payments and things in life. Like there's like a safety net, a barrier, all of those things. We always have those coming up. And this isn't to say, you know, get rid of your safety net and like blow it on a two grand investment or a handbag or whatever it is. But it, it is to say that, you know, if there's something that's out there to better you, if there's something that actually will make lasting difference in your life, which every single coaching program, at least I've joined has done. So those have been the most expensive investments I've made in myself. And they have also been the ones that have proven the most value. They've, they've changed my life. Like I can't even, I can't even pretend to say otherwise. And so looking back, if I was to know that I still think I would have been hesitant to spend the money because there is a point in your money mindset journey where it does not matter how much you believe it will get results. You do not actually believe it's worth it. You do not believe you are worth it. And spending that amount, like that much money on yourself feels scary. There's another point on your money mindset journey, which may come for some of you. If you're ever entrepreneurs, it shows up very blatantly, but it'll also show up if you're in corporate or if you're doing something where you're like an employee and that is how much money you are actually receiving. And so receiving money is a whole different thing. And this is usually the exciting part when it comes to learning about money mindset, understanding money mindset. This is the work that everyone wants to do because it means bring more money in. And so for me, the receiving journey happened very, very deeply when it came to my business, because the second point that really just like showed that I had some money mindset things to work through was the fact that I could not fathom charging a four figure investment for my coaching services. It did not matter how many results I brought in for people for free or how many like people came back to me after doing one session together. and was like, this is insane. Like I, I, I've been working on this for three years and I never had someone tell me this in the same way. It did not matter what people told me. It did not matter if I knew my services were valuable. I could not fathom like charging a certain amount of money because I felt guilty. I felt like I was robbing people. I felt like it was unfair to other people when in reality I was doing all this work for free. I was draining myself physically and mentally, and I couldn't pay my bills with the money that I was bringing in, in coaching, even though the results were amazing and everything was good. That was kind of like the second point in the journey where I was like, there's something else I need to work on here. And this has more to do with the receiving also a point of worthiness, right? There's a whole nother level of worthiness. I had to start to kind of realize that I did not have yet. I did not see myself as worthy. And therefore I didn't see my services as worthy. And so there was a lot of like guilt and shame and almost like I was hurting other people by charging them for working with me. Shouldn't I just, you know, give away my services like candy, right? Isn't that the admirable thing to do? The honorable thing to do, right? And so I had a ton of guilt and shame there. That was kind of point number two. Point number three of my money mindset journey came after I had kind of just gotten to this point of bringing in consistent money in my business. I was full-time in my business and I felt like I was easily able to pay my bills. I was matching my corporate salary. Like all of those good things were happening. And once I hit that point, it came to a point of, okay, what if I want this to be bigger? My business being the bigger thing. Like, what if I don't want to coast anymore? 
I don't want to just get people results in the background of my life. And then in the foreground, you know, do whatever I was doing. What if I actually want to impact more people? I want to spread more good. I want to help the world. And what if this is what I want my business to look like? And if you've been on this podcast um, with me for a while, you know that a lot of that for me is going to at right now looks like I want to get into public speaking, running workshops in person, like doing more of that kind of um, stuff. And that doesn't mean coaching will go away, but it means that I want to start holding space for like bigger things or different things. And as I started to explore what that would look like, there was a very obvious realization that, you know, I would need a little bit more to be able to build the business. You, It's hard to build a business without putting money into the business. It's not to say it's impossible, but it's hard. And so just sustaining myself was not going to help me help more people. And that was kind of the realization I had. And that was about the point that was more recent that I started to play around with what would it look like to have specific amounts of money come in that kind of tied and matched to the goals I have in building this business and impacting more people. And how can I really start to alleviate some of that guilt and shame around that as well? And this led to some of the kind of, I think, most profound moments in my money mindset journey, because I realized just how powerful I was that as soon as I made the decision to have that much money from a clear place, it just came in. It wasn't a question. It wasn't hard. I didn't feel guilty about it. No one questioned it. Like they used to question my 50 bucks for four weeks worth of coaching services. It was just there. And so that's been kind of the evolution. And I know there's going to be more steps along the way for me because I don't want this business to just be where it is now. I love exactly what I'm doing, but I know it's meant to help and impact more people, which means that my money mindset journey is never really going to be over. I'm going to continue to unbury different parts of it. This time it just goes a little faster and a little faster each time because I know the process. And that being said, I kind of want to take some of these points from the story and just kind of demystify or debunk them for you because I know a lot of you are sitting there and you probably have the same feelings that I either had or you have others that are coming up as this. So some of the things that I wanted to go through are if you feel guilty spending large amounts of money on yourself for things that will better you. And you can kind of expand this to anything. Like if you like feel guilty spending, you know, money on even like, yeah, like a, a bag or a trip or whatever it is, but I want you to start to think of what is valuable in your life. What do you feel comfortable spending? Let's just say like five grand, right? What do you feel comfortable spending five grand on for yourself? And I know that's a ton of money, but if you could think of it, what feels like you would be willing to spend five grand on yourself for, if anything, would it be the bag? Would it be a trip? Would you be willing to kind of spend five grand on a vacation? Or maybe would it be uh, like rent payment necessity, right? Would it be a coaching program? Would it be something that would actually better you and help you kind of like work through a lot of the shit going on back behind the scenes? What would you be willing to spend five grand on? Like actually right now, is there anything? Because I think for a lot of us, there's nothing right? Even hearing that amount of money sends shudders through our spine. And I know because I've been there. Even when I had the five grand to spend, I've been there. 
And there was a whole nother point in my life, which if I ever go into more detail on my money mindset journey, you'll hear it where I didn't have, I didn't even have that much money to my name. Right. So first start by asking yourself some of these questions. If you say you want, you know, to better yourself or you want this, or you want that, would you actually feel comfortable spending that on yourself? And if not, why? And go beyond the budget, right? All of us are going to say the budget. My budget can, yes, handle a five grand investment right now, but that doesn't mean that I feel comfortable doing it. So what is going on behind the budget, behind the financial point, right? Are you afraid that you won't see the results? Do you lack the self-trust? Do you feel like you're not worth it? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel a level of shame for spending that much money on yourself? Do you feel like it shows that you're entitled, that you're like uh, being princessy or what else? Like what else comes up for you? Because there's so much behind questions like this that are going to start to get you kind of shining lights on different parts of the money mindset that are harmful to you, that are hurting you. So that would be kind of point number one to start looking at. And just kind of paralleling the story, point number two would be, where do you feel guilty bringing in money? So think of it like you're bringing in, like if I was walking up to you on the street and I was to say, here's a, here's a check for 20 grand. Take it. It's yours. And that's it. I just walked up to you. I gave you the 20 grand and I walked away. Would you feel excited? Would you feel elated? Cause I think some of us say that right now. We're like, yeah, I would feel amazing. But then think about when I walked away, think about what would go through your head, right? And maybe it's the stranger. It's not me, but if someone gave you 20 grand on the street and walked away, would you start to doubt it? Would you start to say, this feels dirty. I feel guilty. Is this real? Why is this here? Why me? Can I trust this? Usually I'd say one of these thoughts comes up. There's some level of guilt or shame around accepting that amount of money in one sitting easily and effortlessly without any work in return. And if you feel any of that, right? Any guilt or shame around receiving the money, receiving it without work, receiving it at that amount, or just being able to have that without proving you need it. These are areas for you to start to explore. Why do you feel so guilty having that much money? Why is that so hard for you to fathom? Usually when we feel any level of discomfort or resistance, there is an indicator that our money mindset needs to be like busted up. That's such a weird way to put that. It's exploded. I don't know why I have such violent words coming to my mind this morning, but you get what I'm saying. We need to start to explore it a little bit more. And then once we start to get more comfortable with what it is that's causing us to either resist spending money on ourselves or resist bringing in money for ourselves in a corporate setting, in an entrepreneurial setting, in just a general life setting, right? It does not matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a big wig CEO type of person or you run your own business or you're just an employee like showing up to work every single day trying to do the bare minimum. It does not matter. This applies to every single person and every single person can make more money if they do this work on their own in any setting. So 
don't discount yourself there. The third area that I kind of want to expose is that idea of specific money above and beyond kind of like letting your money match the goals that you want to have in your world. And a lot of us never get to this point. Like to be very frank, a lot of people will never get here. And the fact that I'm here at the age I'm in is like astounding to me sometimes, but also I just couldn't imagine not being here. And I say that because I know I can help people, you know, I know I can do good work. I've seen it. I don't doubt it. I'm really ready to explore it and even, uh, like level up from what I've already done and just kind of let it take me. But I can't do that if I don't make money because money isn't bad. Money is just a resource, right? It's basically food or water, but we've put it on a pedestal. Me having money doesn't take money away from anyone else because we're printing money every day. (laughs) And if you even go a level deeper, the more that I make, the more I can put into helping other people learn the tools to make it themselves. If you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So having money is a necessary part of being able to do good work being able to live. It's just a part of life. There's nothing, there's nothing taboo or pedestally about money except for what we've already made it. And this is the area that we need to like bust, like, and demystify. It's the areas that we've made money special, or we've made money gross and grimy. That is where the problems are. So I want you to think of a couple of those areas for yourself so that you can start to move into this area of money working with you, money working alongside of you. And these are the type of areas where it might be hard to really think of right now, but think of the goals that you do have in your life. Do you want to go travel the world? Do you want to help feed starving kids in Africa? Do you want to fall in love and live on a little farm in the middle of America and never leave and just own your own garden? Or do you want to be the CEO of a huge company? Like what are the things that really bring joy to your heart or what are the goals you have in your life? Do you want to help people? Do you want to, you know, hide away, explore, adventure, build? Like what are the things that are going to bring joy to your heart? What are the goals that you have and what financial situation do you need to have to make those happen? Because without the financial situation, those things are going to be a lot more difficult. You are not being a martyr by not having money. You actually need money to be able to make those things happen. So ask yourself those questions, right? What are the things that I want to do in my life? What are the big goals I have? Like if I can really just daydream and anything I put pen to paper on would happen, what would I say? If I couldn't fail, if it couldn't just explode in my face, let yourself dream a little bit bigger here. Don't give the practical dreams. Don't say, oh, I think it would be nice if I made this much in a month or, oh, I think it would be great if by next year I had a new job in just a field that was like a stepping stone. Don't do that. Don't play that game with yourself. Just let yourself write on that paper the things you really want. And if they're not coming up, right, sometimes we're in that space where we just don't know what goal is coming up, then write down how you want to feel. Do you want to feel safe? 
Do you want to feel abundant? Do you want to feel free? Do you want to feel relief and start to work backwards from there? And once you've written those things down, I want you to start to explore them and dig in and say, what do I need to make this happen comfortably, right? These are the areas that you're going to want to start to explore more. Now, I would love to go into so much detail on everything that you need to do in order to shift that, but that is a whole topic in itself. It's a topic that I talk about in detail in my coaching programs. It's a to- it's a topic that is just so important for you to explore more, but you cannot make any moves unless you start to identify what is holding you back, right? Where the money mindset areas to work on are. And so I'm going to leave you here with some of these like kind of topics to think about things to toss and turn over and just like things that, you know, you might want to explore a little bit more on your own time that you could then bring to a coach or a mentor to help you kind of debunk and demystify for yourself and shift for yourself. So you can enter that next state because that is where the real work is going to happen, but you can't get to the real work unless you see where some of the work is already holding you back. And obviously there are people out there that can help you do that, but you have the tools to do so right here, at least start doing so. So take some time with this, see what comes up. And if anything feels confusing, if it feels super scary or super nebulous, you're probably heading in the right direction. (laughs) Not something that most people will tell you. It doesn't get clear right away. It sometimes gets a little bit more muddled first. So if you've never done that work, if you're looking for someone to help you do that work, I do highly recommend that you look into release and rebuild. We do a lot of work on money mindset and a lot of work on how you can actually shift those beliefs for yourself and kind of more of the how to the step-by-step process, the one, two, three, four, the actual tangible pen to paper exercises, because that's what usually makes the difference. So that is all I have for you today. I know the background noise in this episode is probably extraordinary because it it is storming so much outside and I can only imagine what this recording is going to sound like. So if you're still here, thank you for bearing with whatever the background noise is um, on this episode. I so enjoy getting to talk to you about topics like this and kind of starting to shine a light on some of the things that cause us the most struggle, the most problems in our life. And if you have any questions or need any help, any information, please do not hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram. I love being able to chat with you here, how the podcast is landing and just talk a little bit more about what might be holding you back or hurting you that is all for now. If you enjoyed this episode, please save it and share it to your friends and family. I don't actually know if you could save an episode and please go rate and review on Apple and Spotify. I so appreciate it. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week.